Hello and welcome to tonight's CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualia, sitting here with Marvazan and with Mike Molino, per usual. It's February. It's late February. We are scraping at the bottom. But honestly, the Patriots offseason is giving us something to discuss. There's plenty to talk about. Somewhat, I guess. And something that I've been seeing pop up on Twitter over this past week or two, or honestly, even kind of over the entire offseason. It's this question about Odell Beckham Jr. So we know after watching the Patriots crap season last year, or crap season, they could not throw the ball. There were no targets. The Patriots lacked a legitimate big-time target. So now I'm seeing some people talk about this on Twitter, and I thought it was an interesting thing to bring up here. Guys, Odell Beckham Jr. with the Cleveland Browns, I mean, I was looking up his stats uh, the amount of touchdowns, Odell Beckham Jr., one of the best receivers in the league. Some may call him overrated. Four touchdowns last season. That's it. With Baker Mayfield, for this team that everybody was like, oh, man, the, the Browns, they might be a Super Bowl pick in the AFC. Well, they sucked. Odell Beckham Jr., he might be, I mean, he might want to shoot his way out of town like he kind of did with the Giants. So the question goes with that. If you're the Patriots... And would you guys be happy if the Patriots did this? Would trading your first-round pick in this year's NFL draft be worth it for Odell Beckham Jr. adding him to this Patriots roster? Marv, let's start with you. What do you think? OBJ worth a first-round pick? If you find out that OBJ is available for a first-round pick, New England Patriots, you have to make that call. You have to make that call. Absolutely. Let's... And everyone's going to say, but are you really going to risk the first-round pick? How, how many first-round picks have been successful for the New England Patriots in the yeah, past Did we watch Nikhil Harry this year? Like, how, how often have we said, oh, man, our first-round pick has really done wonders for us? Yes, Sony Michelle, he had a great rookie year. The book is still out on him after what we saw from the second year. Isaiah Wynn. Can he stay healthy on the field? Like, it's not many first-round picks that you look at with New England and say, that's a hit. Odell Beckham, you know what you are getting out of Odell Beckham, and you're going to bring him into a Patriots system where I think he would fit perfectly if you still have Tom Brady as your quarterback. He would be perfect in that system. He plays similar to an Antonio Brown. He's not just an outside receiver. You can bring him inside. Good good route runner. Obviously, we know what he can do once he gets the ball in his hands. I think he'd do wonders for this team. We all know that, you know, passing option was a huge issue last year. Page, like you said, Nick, Patriots could not move the ball at all. You throw that ball to Odell Beckham, the chains are moving. Julian Edelman, he's not the same player he once was. We've seen the drop passes from last year. We see that he does get hurt, the durability. So, you got if you can get a chance to get Odell Beckham for a first round pick, absolutely. I think he'd be perfect for this Patriot system. Yes, the outside stuff. I think with Odell, it gets a little overblown just because of the celebrity of who he is. I think if he's under Bill Belichick, working with Tom Brady, that we all know who he idolizes, I think it'd be a match made in heaven to have him in this team. And I'm not worried about giving up a first round pick whatsoever. So. Talking about the contract, he's got four years left on that contract, entering his age 27 season now. 14 million, 14, 5, 13, 7, 5, 13, 7, 5, obviously million dollars. And then the cap hit from this year through the 2023 season 14.25, 15.75, 15, 15. So, with that in mind, Mike, 
What do you think? OBJ worth a first round pick. I think Marv hit it the nail right on the head when he said the draft picks that the Patriots have made over the years are still kind of questionable, haven't been anything really to write home about. And especially if you're looking directly at the draft picks made at the wide wide receiver position, it hasn't really worked out well for the Patriots. Nikhil Harry, you know, the jury's still out to see what he'll turn into. But for the most part, he hasn't obviously in his one year showed that he's going to be the next top guy in the system. But if you have the opportunity to get Odell Beckham Jr. in a Patriots uniform, you have to go go get him. You have to. You know, this is a guy who... The talent is there. I understand he had a bad season last year with uh, the Cleveland Browns, and some of that was, you know, him, the system. Baker Mayfield wasn't the guy many people thought he could be, should be. Um, A lot of factors played into uh, Odell Beckham Jr. having a bad season with the Browns. Um, But you get him into a Patriots uniform, get him into the Patriots system. Like Marv said, I firmly believe that he'll be able to transform into a very productive player for the Patriots, a very productive wide receiver for the Patriots, especially if Tom Brady is the quarterback. You know, this is a guy who, again, I've said it, we've said it many times on this show, give Brady weapons, veteran weapons who know what they're doing on the football field. And Odell Beckham is exactly that type of player that we've asked for. You have to see if you can make that happen, if it's available. Yes, Patriots should Give up a first-round pick if that's what it, what it would take to get Odell Beckham Jr. in a Patriots uniform. Yeah, if look, if if you have that option, you do it, and especially yeah. if you bring back Tom Brady, because at that point, like the only concern that I would have with this is 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 you're somewhat mortgaging the future, which we know isn't really Bill Belichick's style. He likes to look towards the future. He likes to build a team that's going to be sustainable for a long period of time. So if you bring in OBJ. Suddenly, it seems like you're mortgaging that future, especially because of what you could do with that first-round pick. I mean, I've seen, uh, I think, Jacob Easton as the mock draft pick for the Patriots at pick number 23 uh, out of Washington. So uh, you're potentially losing out on a future quarterback of this team, especially if you do bring back Tom, then you're really mortgaging that future because you're, not, you're, not, you're clearly not focusing on that as much. You're not focusing on what this team looks like down the line as much. But... You look at a win now approach. Yep. You look at getting that seventh ring. Hell yes, yeah. you bring in OBJ. What that? You know how electric that would be. <laughs> Even course. as a Patriots fan, and you guys are right. Like the diva thing, like that's the biggest thing with OBJ, right? Like that's what you worry about. You worry about OBJ being a pain in the ass. You worry about him proposing uh, to the to the safety net over on the sideline. You worry about him throwing hissy fits all the time. If he's in a Patriots uniform, okay. I sense. I sincerely seeing him, yeah, I sincerely see him just just falling in line and being cooperative with this team. I sincerely see him being falling into the Patriots' way and being a an elite threat for the Patriots. And uh, I mean, and also think about it like this: if you do want to bring Tom Brady back, and Tom Brady's even on the fence, and who knows? I mean, we've made it known on, on the show a couple of times now. We think that Tom Brady will be back, or at least me and Mike do. Marv, I forget what you said. But this guy threw me under the bus. That is crazy. <laughs> Marv doesn't believe it though. Marv, Marv actually, Marv actually said that he wants Tom gone. Uh, <laughs> this is hey, OB, we are not going to lie on the round table. Check, oh, you can't. Oh, check the tapes. What? Uh, <laughs> oh, 
OBJ is he's not making too much of a salary. 14, 14, 5, 13, 7, 5, 13, 7, 5 again. I mean, it's he fits what the Patriots want. You need that top target. You if you bring Tom Brady back, you give him that weapon. He improves, he takes away the focus from the other receivers. Guys, this is perfect. Mwah, mwah. If this yeah. if you have OBJ as an option here, I mean, let's have it. Let's just give us give the Patriots the Super Bowl now. It would be unreal. Quick question. If you were able to do that and make that trade, you get OBJ in here, great. Does another move need to be made? Or you're just fine with saying, okay, OG, OBJ, Edelman. Another move in the wide receiver position? Yes. If you have OBJ, if if you have OBJ, you don't have to make a draft. There's other, you know, small veteran wide receivers you can bring in. That's such a big move that you should. That's such a big move that I don't even think you would have to do too much more. Yeah, not nothing crazy. You bring in you bring in some guys like they did last year with the Maurice Harris's, the Inman. You try out these, you know, these small veteran wide receivers to see if they can fit into the system, but you don't have to make a big splash anywhere else. And if you if you're able to get him before you sign back Tom Brady, who knows? Tom might even sign at something less. Just as long as you commit to two years to Tom Brady, he might even sign for less if you bring in a guy like OBJ. Because you've got that weapon. That's all he wants. He wants that guy that he can launch the ball to downfield and and feel confident that he's going to come down with it. I hear that. You get OBJ. There's an option to get OBJ. You do it. You, you pull that. To, you have to, especially if I've, for me, honestly, first round pick is that's a steal. Oh yeah, and and, and I it's mean because steal. we're because we're talking about it, and we're all in agreement. Bill's not going to do it. It's not going to happen. He's probably he, he'll get traded, but he'll go somewhere else. Right for like a fourth rounder. We're going to be like, what the <laughs> hell were the Patriots doing? <laughs> All right, guys, this is another CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. I'm your host, Nick Qualley, sitting here with Mike Molino and with Marv Azan. So you look at the Patriots' needs from last year, and there was some reports coming out today, and we record Monday, February 24th. Might not have been today. Could have been yesterday. I'm not quite sure. The Patriots exploring a trade for Baltimore Ravens tight end Hayden Hurst. So just with that thought in mind, guys, you look at what the Patriots had last year, Ben Watson, Matt Lacoste, Ryan Izzo, are the Patriots, is the Patriots' biggest need the tight end spot as we get deeper into the offseason, as we look at the Patriots trying to make deals, trying to make trades, is the tight end spot the biggest area of need for the New England Patriots this year? Mike, let's start with you. What do you think? You know, it's it's an interesting question because I think – Obviously, you want production out of your tight end position. Obviously, you want that option there for a guy that can maybe fake instead of for a block and then, you know, drop back in in, and be able to catch a pass and make something happen. But at the same time, I do think at times people get caught up in the fact that the Patriots had the greatest tight end ever, and then he's out the pitcher. So now everybody's mind is quickly jumping to, Okay, what can we do to get something close to that? Which is understandable. You want somebody there that's going to produce. Obviously, it may not be to the level of Rob Gronkowski, but you want somebody there who's going to produce. It's it's a big need for sure. You know, do they need to invest a lot in in improving that position? I'd much rather see what that uh, the investments go towards wide receivers. In my opinion, do I? believe that a tight end, a quality tight end is necessary? Yes, absolutely. But I don't think they need to throw completely 
all their eggs in that tight end basket to improve that position. If you can get a guy who, you know, some of the guys that I, I think we talked about on the last show, I know a, guy, a name that's going to pop up and people not going to like this. Jordan Reed. No. I know. <laughs> I know he's had his history. He can't play football anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's, I it's know over. he's had his history. He can't. But the thing is, you're, you're not just getting Jordan Reed. It's obviously Jordan Reed plus somebody else because, you know, the Patriots like these two tight end sets. I'm just saying, he's a guy that is probably out there that probably wouldn't cost that much. I'm just throwing that name out there. But me personally, I believe all the eggs shouldn't necessarily be thrown into the tight end ba- uh, basket. You should probably work, focus on improving those wide receivers. But still with saying that, if it goes, if there was a, a way to rank it, obviously wide receiver tight end right there for sure so i'm looking this up right now but you brought up jordan reed i did i see a report do you guys do you guys remember did i see a report recently that jordan reed still is suffering yes, concussion symptoms it wouldn't shock me it wouldn't shock from the it, season it, he needs to unfortunately you know, oh, hell of a talent hell of a talent why are you telling me to come on? Hell of a time. He needs to retire. <laughs> because we're thinking about the guy's health, Mike. Hang up the cleats. <laughs> he needs to. Re- he needs to retire, man. After you know, we've been seeing a lot of stuff with CTE, things of that nature. Like he, it's at a point when you suffer that many concussions, you gotta stop. Especially like the way that this guy suffered this many concussions. That guy should not be on a football field anymore. It was like you, it was like Wes Welker at the end of his career. Yeah. You're like okay, I, like he was wearing a beach ball as a helmet. <laughs> Sheesh. It, it, Nick, you're not lying, man. You're not lying. It's it's I don't want Patriots sniffing at Jordan Reed. That's talented. that's a desperation move. I don't think he's ever gonna be healthy though. He's still is suffering concussion symptoms. Mm. He hasn't played football. Well, Marv, what do you think? Tight end. <laughs> tight end is absolutely the number one weakness of this team and every they really need to focus on this position and the Patriots did it to themselves in a way during since Gronk they've only drafted I believe three tight ends and last year was a good tight end draft last year as we also you know last year when we were doing our you know who should the Patriots target what what players and whatnot we all mentioned tight ends we all thought you know Patriots will pull the trigger in the first three rounds for a tight end they didn't so now you end up with uh, Dwayne Allen, Izzo, and Lacoste tandem, which led to, what, 30 catches and two touchdowns, 400 yards? In the worst that, blocking tight end I've ever seen in my life. That That is pathetic. Pathetic, horrible, and Patriots did to himself. Yes, Gronk retired a little late, but you guys knew that Gronk was, you know, questioning about retiring the whole year. They should have had some succession plan for Gronkowski for a while now, and they never, they never did it. So now what do you do from here? I got it. There's three options. Option A, O.J. Howard. You do whatever you can to bring in O.J. Athletic Howard. freak. I would he, love he O.J. Howard. He doesn't fit in the Bruce Arian system. Bruce Arians never uses big tight end. Like He'd be perfect. With him. Option number two, if Hunter Henry reaches free agency, you go after Hunter Henry. Nick, I know that's your boy, too. You was talking about him. Hunter Henry will be perfect on the system. And, uh, right, those first two tight ends I just mentioned, not only are they good pass catchers, but they block, which is part of the Patriots system. Option three, Tyler Eifert. If you want to talk about ah. a who's injury-prone, <laughs> this is a guy that the Patriots 
were looking at during, I believe, this past season. They tried yeah. to make a trade for him, and the Bengals said sorry. But we don't know what the Bengals are about to get into this year with um, their whole new switch up. Try to see if you can get a Tyler Eifert on this team and you pair him up with another rookie that you draft this year in the draft. But those are the three guys I really want to see the Patriots t- um, tackle. Get a pass catcher and a blocker. I know Austin Hooper, he's probably going to lead the um, tight end free agency, but he's not going to be worth the money one, and he doesn't block as well as those other tight ends that I've that I've mentioned. So you definitely got to go with those three options, and then you still got to draft the tight end as well. Those are my three options for tight ends. Right, and when you look at the Patriots roster and what they did last year, I mean, we can all agree he Tom Brady had no targets to throw to, or not great ones, not great targets, but there was some promise there. You still had Julian Edelman. You had Mohamed Sanu, who should have been better. And you look at the tight end spot, and they had nothing. Ben Watson, sorry, love him. The guy was old. The guy was basically dust at that point. Matt Lacoste, is not, not officially, but Matt Lacoste recorded a tackle against the Patriots this season. Again, now you won't find that on the books, but he tackled somebody with his ass. The Patriots need to get a tight end, and there are legitimate options. Marv just read them off. Legitimate options that you can go and get. You can get Hunter Henry, who the reason I'm so intrigued with Hunter Henry is because he's going to be cheap. The guy tore his ACL two seasons ago. The guy had injuries. Was it a knee or an ankle? I think it was a knee injury this season. Caused him to miss four games. He's not going to get a big contract. He's not going to get big offers, I don't think. So the Patriots can probably get him on small money, short money, which is the Patriots thing. O.J. Howard, big fan of his. I would love to see the Patriots bring him bring him in, too. There are options, and it is the biggest area of need because, again, the wide receiver position, that's really the, the debate. Is it the receiver position? Is it the tight end position? Which one of those two is more of a necessity? Which one of those two was the weakest part of this team last year? The, the wide receiver position actually had some promise. You had Nikhil Harry. You had Jacoby Myers who showed something. Julian Edelman. Uh, again, Mohamed Sanu. You look at the tight ends. You didn't have anything. You have to bit. You have to build on this this tight end system. We know Tom Brady loves to throw the tight ends. We know the Patriots system loves uh, dual tight ends. It's the biggest weakness on this team. The Patriots absolutely have to improve that before next season. Absolutely. Agreed. All right, guys. Anything else before we wrap up? Hey, we're just going to see how everything unfolds throughout the course of the offseason per usual. <laughs> All right, guys. CLNS Media Patriots Roundtable. Nick Qualia, Marvazan, Mike Molino. Guys, we're going to be back next week. You guys have any topics you want us to discuss, hit us up on Twitter. Our little Twitter handles have already popped up at some point through the show. And based off what I've seen from Garrett, they've probably popped up right about now. Again, Nick Qualia, Marvazan, Mike Molino. Guys, are going to be back next week. Thanks for watching. So visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, Kentucky, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 
or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700, or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY in New York. 